This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And happy National Fishing and Boating Week. It kicks off today, runs through next Sunday, June the 12th. And, boy, we have a lot of fishing events and opportunities some uh, no-license-required days. In fact, today and tomorrow, it's free fishing in Mississippi, but only if you're a Mississippi resident, unlike Alabama and Louisiana's free fishing days, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Well, we want to wish good luck to those of you participating in the summer-long CCA Star Rodeo, also those at the Catholic High Rodeo going on at Moran's Marina in Fouchon. Boy, sure is uh, good to hear that Moran's Marina in Fouchon is back up and running uh, their way in today, and party will be from noon till 8 p.m. Also, some good luck to the contestants in the Archbishop Rummel Alumni Rodeo. I'll be there later this afternoon uh, from 2 to 5 is the weigh-in, and we'll have the awards presentation. I've been serving as waymaster there for over 20 years. If you get a chance, come on by and uh, join in the fun and say hello. It's on Severn Avenue in Metairie on uh, Archbishop Rummel High School grounds. Well, have you been snapper fishing? Got lots of good reports, and that's where I'm going to be tomorrow with the Bayou Wild TV crew aboard the charter boat Cougar leaving out of Delta Marina, and so far the reports have been really good on snapper fishing. They're pretty thick out there at the rigs. Unfortunately, we've had some boating fatalities, and Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is issuing a warning about personal flotation devices to boaters. I'll talk more about that. Also, uh, got some wake-up call statistics about fatal boating accidents. Wait till you hear that. Also this week, the Louisiana legislature passed a bill. Now it just needs Governor Edwards to sign it. Could finally provide a permanent source of funding for fish and wildlife conservation, as is in almost all other southern states. I've been whining about this for years and years. But before we celebrate, we've got it. Uh, Still a few questions we need to answer. We'll throw those out for you. And those of you that have been listening to this program at least since 2016, you may recall hearing the name of this week's repeat offender, Bad Boy the Outdoors. It's his second time around for this week's Bad Boy. His story is coming up. And as always, got those live fishing reports from the experts all across the Gulf Coast to help you find and catch fish, plus the coastal marine forecast and your personal reports your comments, your questions in the form of text messages, they sent directly here to the studio. Just dial them in at 504-260-1870. Who are you, where are you, and what you're doing on a Saturday morning? Love to hear from you. You're a very important part of this program. 
And this program that you're listening to is Radio Free Outdoors. That's right. No subscriptions, no contracts. Uh, Our sponsors make this possible, and we thank them and ask you to support them. And we're going to be right back to kick it all off. Head down to Shell Beach where there's been some huge trout caught and brought into the marina. We'll talk a lot more to Robbie Campo all about that. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, if you are headed out this weekend, going to be hot, but otherwise some pretty good conditions. Unusual to get north winds this time of year, but that's what we've got today. Offshore, north winds 10 to 15, about 2 to 4 foot offshore. And the interior lakes and bays, they're calling for light winds northerly, only 5 to 10, which is a light chop. Tomorrow it'll be smoother conditions. And on the offshore, looks like northwesterly winds at 10 knots, 2 to 4 foot seas for my snapper trip. Average tide, a lot of water moving, 1.6 foot. And if you look at the tide tables uh, down at Shell Beach on Lake Bourne, high tide uh, looks like uh, 5 p.m., I believe. 4 a.m. is the low tide. And Robbie Campo is going to join us now because, Robbie, I saw some beautiful trout that came in from the outside out of Chandelier Islands and some of the deep water rigs in Black Bay. What are you seeing at the marina? Uh, absolutely the same thing, man. Uh, you know, Don, this was a great, this week was great. They caught a lot of fish out in the sound um, at the Long Rocks, all the way coming up behind the dam. They caught some really, really pretty trout on the eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne this week also. But I tell you, Donna, uh, you know, we probably got a 10-mile-an-hour northeast wind, north-northeast wind down here right now. I don't think – I got some snapper guys down here that's kind of bummed out right now because they wanted to go do that today. And I uh, said, so, well, if you're not in a cat boat, I don't think you're going to do it because it's going to be a little bit bumpy out there. So, But keep that in mind. <clears throat> but other than that, man, Overbody Islands, Freemason, uh, Central, Little Central, Holy Cross, all those rigs out in Black, uh, out in the Brenton Sound area out there, the Chandelier Sounds, man, they was just wearing them out. Uh, up in Bay Elwha, same thing. Going further east over towards uh, going to Comfort Island was good. Uh, back in the White Log Lake uh, over to Oyster Reefs has been really, really good also. Got a lot of white trout mixed in them, but, hey, white trout eat too. Um, you know, a lot of people don't want to eat white trout, but, you know, I mean, with some really, really nice ones, I'm talking like 14-inch white trout, I tell you, Don, they're going to have a hard time convincing me that um, habitat doesn't play a role, a big role in these trout. Uh, you know, a low river last year, 
Um, I've seen more big trout this year than I've seen in years uh, that we had, you know, in the last 10 years that we had high rivers. Um, it'll be hard to convince me that uh, limits need to drop, I'll tell you, but it, it's it's been a phenomenal season so far, and they're still catching plenty of big fish, uh, you know, plenty of big speckled trout, and I just don't see an end to it, man, because every day it's just, a, you know, the tables are full, and, um, you know, the cleaning table over here is full, and it's just been it's just been great. Well, you, you gave information as a lot of places, a lot of options everywhere from the Lake Bourne shoreline uh, all the way out to, uh, you know, the Chandelier Islands, there's speckled trout that are biting. How is your shrimp uh, supply holding out? Because I know the live bait's got to be going pretty quick down there. Well, it's going pretty quick. and We're still, we're still holding on right now. We're still doing pretty good. But if I, if I get to the point, Don, where I, you know, where I think I'm going to run low, I will text you during the morning and let you know if somebody needs to stop up and show it. But so far, so good. Um, you know, we had we had you know quite a few captains running this morning, and those guys, you know, they take a lot of bait. So, but uh, so far, so good. We're doing, we, you know, we're holding our own. Robbie, anything else we need to know before we go? Hook the left at the bridge and come and see me. We're waiting on you. All right, going to be a hot one. Make sure you take all those precautions. Plenty of ice, uh, the sport drinks, and that kind of stuff. Floppy hats, sunglasses. Absolutely. Be prepared. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, and make sure, look, make sure you get your star tournament ticket. If you don't have it, you don't want to be that guy. So make sure you get that. So, <clears throat> all right, Don, talk to you next week, buddy. All right, thank you, Robbie. Robbie Campo, down at Campos Marina. In Shell Beach. All right. Uh, let's see. We got uh, some information I wanted to pass along to everyone real quick here. Uh, the passage of House Bill 762 took place in the Louisiana legislature. What this does, it, it actually creates a statewide conservation program called Louisiana Outdoors Forever. And just about every other southern state except Mississippi and Louisiana uh, has funding from taxpayer dollars that go towards their natural habitat conservation, fish and wildlife resources. Texas has like $200 million, $100 million in Florida, $45 million in Arkansas. And these funds are matched by the federal government and also some private matching funds. For instance, uh, the state of Georgia, they get $20 million raised in the state, but it turns into $100 million with a 5-to-1 match from federal and private funds. So this can be an enormous source of funding, and, and I've been talking about this for many, many years. You know, when the state had oil-producing properties that were under the jurisdiction of wildlife and fisheries, a lot of that money went into the conservation fund. Uh, now we're pretty much only funded by hunting and fishing license fees. And so when people say, you know, Louisiana doesn't have this program or the, the short on resources, short on personnel, we can't do this study, we can't do this program or project, because we don't have the money, this could be the solution. Now, the big questions are, two big questions. Where is the initial funding going to come from? You know, how are they going to put money into this group? And then how much of it will be dedicated strictly to hunting and fishing? Because uh, it's also going to provide for land conservation, uh, water quality projects, working lands, farms, forested land, uh, recreational properties, that are considered natural, you know, maybe for camping and hiking, non-consumptive sports, and also historic properties, too. So there's a lot of things to be funded, and if we can get the money sources put in there and get some matching funds, could turn the whole situation around. Wildlife and fisheries will kind of be the 
lead agency in this, and I've always said if you eat the seafood, if you drink the water and you breathe the air, uh, you owe any success to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries because they have such a a variety of responsibilities. All right, we're going to come back after this and uh, get to some of your text messages, also tell you about those personal flotation device warnings that have been put out by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. You want to listen up to that. Unfortunately, we've had several fatalities here in Louisiana waters with regard to boating. It is summertime. People are out. Memorial Day weekend last weekend. A lot of amateurs are out there. Do some defensive boating is what I call it. We'll be back with some of your text messages. Send us one, 504-260-1870. Comes right here to the outdoors with Don DeVue, Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, I have a Baton Rouge texter, 7114, says, See you at the Roma weigh-in. Hopefully a winner heading out now. All right, good luck to you. Also, we got this one in. I'm all about conservation fund to fund projects. I just hope that some of those funds are used to eliminate commercial fishermen and women. Now, why would you make a statement like that? Uh, you know, certainly not only is that part of Louisiana heritage, that is a very important part of the overall economy. And, you know, I'm not sure how you earn your living, but, you know, it all goes into uh, the trickle-down effect, and commercial fishermen and women provide a lot of source of revenue for the state to restaurants and seafood markets and uh, you know, without those funds coming in, then those places would not be able to pay their bills, which all of it gets around. And, uh, you know, uh, eliminating any jobs uh, is certainly not what I feel is a good thing. Anyway, to each his own, entitled to your opinion. All right, here's uh, someone who wants to go floundering Sunday night. When is the best time? Incoming dad or outgoing died. <laughs> I love these texts with that autocorrect. You get some silly stuff. I'm sure he says, when is the best time? Incoming tide or outgoing tide. Well, you said floundering. I, I'm assuming you're going with the light in the, uh, you know, the stick that you're going to go out there and gig them. But uh, if you're talking about flounders that bite, well, you know, either one, as long as the tide is moving, and we've got a really good tide range Sunday, uh, so it should be some good activity on all species of fish. I prefer if I'm gigging flounders an outgoing tide. Just uh, they lay parallel to the beach, looking uh, uh, inward. 
and uh, trying to snag some of those crabs, shrimp, minnows, anything that happens to come by. Kind of buried in the sand. You really need to, to make sure what you're sticking there. Sometimes those stingrays get in there. But good luck. Let me know how you do floundering. Uh, Ed Miller's over there in Alabama, one of our Alabama listeners in Wilmer. He's on the back porch drinking some coffee and listening to the radio. Good start to the day. All right, so uh, that's our text message board. If you got a text to send us, uh, 504-260-1870. Uh, they've got, uh, let's see, a great turnout for a bass tournament today, over 35 votes from Texter 1800. I do not know what uh, bass tournament that might be. Uh, here's another Alabama listener. I'm at work this weekend. Your show's on the shop. We listen every Saturday. Oh, and that's the Irish Coonass. Good to hear from him. All right, something I wanted to, to mention. Uh, I got this information in from the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents. Uh, they've been seeing a, a, a number of problems with inflatable PFDs, your personal flotation devices, uh, that when they check people for the boating safety inspection, uh, there's some problems with people about wearing them and getting the right sizes. And particularly with inflatable PFDs, I mean, these things are very light, uh, they're unobtrusive, but there could be some problems with it, and they're asking you to pay attention to your PFDs, particularly those that are inflatable. First of all, they've got to be Coast Guard approved. Make sure that the USSG uh, stamp is on. If it doesn't have the label USCG approved, it does not meet the requirements. Also, the PFDs have to be properly sized, uh, begin, depending on the chest size, the weight of the wear. Also, the kids, make sure it's properly fitting. Now, the inflatables. Some of these are being sold without a CO2 cartridge attached or even included. And I think that's irresponsible on the part of the manufacturers to sell a product without that cartridge because a lot of people don't know, they don't pay attention, they don't read the fine print. And if you've got one of those inflatable PFDs without a CO2 cartridge to inflate it, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, they're being sold at reduced prices, and they either come with a cartridge, but it's not attached or and, and properly armed, or it's sold separately, and you have to buy them additionally. So make sure you check those out if you're going to be using those inflatable PFDs. Uh, some of them also come with a little tube which is kind of like the backup if the CO2 doesn't fire off or it's, it's, it doesn't work for some reason. You can blow into inflate it, and these things are really ineffective and don't give you much buoyancy. Um, you know, a regular, inherent, they call them inherently buoyant, and that is a regular PFD, and the kind I like is just to slip it on and zip it up. Uh, some of them have uh, connective straps and, and click uh, the little connectors that go on it, but those are much better, and my plan is if I've got an inflatable, I'm also going to have the regular type for a backup. And, of course, I always recommend doing a dry run, and some people even jump in a swimming pool with them and to, to get an experience of, of how they will work. And you got to remember that uh, the fed, there's a federal law on those inflatables. If uh, they're only uh, good and approved by the Coast Guard if you're older than 16, and, of course, Louisiana law is under 16. You have to have the PFD on when the boat, the big motor in the boat is in motion, the big motor's on. Um, otherwise, you have to have one Coast Guard-approved PFD for everyone on the boat. But uh, if you don't have it on, they're very difficult to get. In fact, we had a, a fatality happened right in uh, Lake Pontchartrain in the Mandeville area. Uh, one person, there were six people aboard a boat. The boat sank. And one of the people had never even been on a boat, probably never wore a PFD. 
attempted to get it on, and if you've ever tried to put one on while you're swimming in the water, it is not an easy task. You've got to have it on before. And the thing about it is you never know when it's going to happen. If the boat's moving, and I know they, they can be hot and uncomfortable, but they save a lot of lives. And just to give you an idea, look at these statistics. Fatal boating accidents that occurred between 2017 and 2021, that four-year period, there were 109 of them. 94 out of the 109 had no personal flotation device. And 24 out of the 109, alcohol was involved. So take that for what it's worth when you're headed out there. Be safe. Have fun. It's meant to be fun. It's not meant to be dangerous. And the PFD, the use of it, can certainly save lives. And I want to thank Department of Wildlife and Fisheries for pointing that out and creating that awareness. All right, we come back after this. I'm going to get to some more of your text messages. Also kind of tell you about the TAGIT program. If you're not involved in that, you might want to be, because if you like to catch red snapper and you like to catch more of them and keep more of them, that might be the key to doing it. I'll be doing some of that tomorrow. We'll be right back with it right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, uh, checking on our text board uh, where our text messages come right in here to the studio. Let's see. we got this uh, great turnout for the bass tournament today. That tournament is uh, T. Joe's Bass Tournament in a partnership with Carnarvon Bass Tournament. They're blasting off at 6 a.m., coming up in just a little while, from the Island Marina. The main event will be on June 26th. All right, got this one in from a Lafayette area listener, 5522. Where's the frogs this year? Seem to be slim pickings. Go Tigers, the colonel from heaven. Uh, heaven. Hammond. Um, I don't know. Um, I haven't been out there, and uh, this is the first report I heard. I hope this is not a down year for frogs because, oh, boy, what a great sport frogging is. A lot of fun. And got a frog rodeo coming up at Delta Marina. You might want to check on their website and get all the details if you want to get your team signed up. And, yeah, how about them Tigers? Ten runs in a late inning to pull that one out. Whew, what a great comeback that was. Uh, baseball Tigers, that is. All right, Shane and Avery Bellinger. Uh, oh, it's out of Myrtle Grove. Okay, class of 90. Uh, let's see. Oh, Robbie said, a, this is, hey, Don, Robbie said a mouthful when he referred to the expanded fish population. This year, river's been low. Salinity is high. Trout population back without a change in size or creed limits. Well, I don't know if uh, the population is back. I think it's more of a displacement issue. We've had several years of spillway opening, a lot of fresh water. Mississippi River's been high. It it displaces those fish and sends them to the areas where it's more uh, suitable for spawning, which is higher salinities. So, um, you know, I don't think that the, the jury's uh, got the answer yet as far as the population's restored. And, yeah, it, it is a, a very good and improved speckled trout season so far. But still what we're missing is those really big trout. I'm talking those ones, uh, 9, 10 pounds. We're going to talk in just a few minutes to uh, Kirk Stansel over in Calcasieu, Big Lake area, where they really have a, a, a much better population of big trout. Their big trout is down. Big trout in areas in the east that have consistently been there have not shown up. So I think we've got some uh, age class years that are missing. But uh, it is good news that we have a pretty decent speckled trout going on right now. All right, we got Justin in the Gentilly Refuge. Speaking of Rumble Fishing Rodeo, I met you and your nephew years ago when he worked at Seaway Marina. Y'all are great to talk to. Yeah, Seaway Marina. That was a... Uh, the Hintons that had the place back in those days. I wonder if the Seaways, I think they're still in business, maybe, but of course under new 
ownership. All right, we come back after this quick station identification pause. Uh, we're going to talk more about what's coming up on the uh, the Timo's Taggett Rodeo for Snapper is going on. And I'm going to tell you how you can get signed up for that. And also, I got my Return Them Right uh, Descender product. I'm going to experiment with that tomorrow. We'll be back to talk about that. But first, we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, the Timo, named after Timo Calabria. A lot of you probably remember that name. He was uh, one of the founding fathers of the Gulf Coast Conservation Association, which is now known as the CCA, uh, a real pioneer in tagging fish. And Randy Pacina and the Recreational Fisheries Research Institute uh, Randy did a lot of good work with Department of Wildlife and Fisheries when he worked for them. Uh, he instituted the La Creole program, which uh, basically removed management of red snapper in season setting from the feds data to the state data. We proved uh, what everybody knew anyway. There were so many snapper, we could certainly extend the catch to the total uh, poundage of the harvest quota as well as daily limits. Well, this program that is now called TagitLA.com, uh, continues that effort with Red Snapper. Uh, it's simple. You, once you get the app and sign up, you get some tags to tag the fish. You bring your cell phone out. You catch a Red Snapper. You snap a picture, and all the data goes in. It's very accurate and, and good information, data that can be very extensive, uh, whereby the agencies, the government agencies, don't have the manpower, personnel, time, money to do it. It makes you a citizen scientist, and when this data comes in, we might be able to even increase more the amount of red snapper that we catch and extend the season dates. That's kind of the purpose of it. Go to tagitla.com and find out about it. I'll be doing some of that uh, catching and releasing, catching and keeping tomorrow aboard the charter boat Cougar. I'm leaving out of Delta Marina. We're going to have a Bayou Wild TV feature. And uh, you may recall a couple weeks ago uh, we had a, a gentleman on with us that talked about the Return em Right program. And if you go to the Return Them Right website, now I don't know how many of these they've got, but there is a device that uh, saves fish from dying from barotrauma. You know, when they come up from the depths and uh, basically their stomach protrudes, the swim bladder expands because of the changes in the gases in the body. And if you don't properly vent the fish or return it down to a, a, the same depth it was at, birds, sharks, uh, they flounder along the top. I'm sure you've seen that. And it's, it's a waste of a resource. And this is to combat that, and this organization is actually funding that. It's $100 worth of gear. They actually give you two different devices. It's called a descent device, and basically you attach the fish to it. It's got a weight on it. You drop it down. You set the depth of where you caught the fish, whether it's 50, 100 feet, 150 feet. And when it reaches that depth, it automatically releases the fish and the fish uh, can, can swim to fight and be caught another day. It's all valued at 100 bucks, and they offered it free. I got mine in about 10 days, and I understand there's kind of a back on them. But Nick Haddad, who is the fisheries communication manager at Returnum Right, that's Returnum M, that's apostrophe E-M, right. Go to their website, and you can get you some free gear. All right, coming back after this, we're going to check in with him, Captain Kirk. No, not that one that guides the Enterprise. No, he runs a much smaller boat. It's a a boat that fishes around Calcasieu, Big Lake, all those areas over there in the western part of the state. We'll get his report coming up next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time now to talk to Captain Kirk Stansel, Hackberry Rod and Gun. They operate charters for hunting and fishing over there in the Big Lake area and keeps us up to date on what's happening. Good morning, Kirk. How's the weather over there this morning? 
Weather's beautiful. Uh, we got a little bit of north wind, but not too bad. It's uh, but it sure is comfortable. The temperatures are down. Humidity's down. Yeah, it's nice to get the north wind this time of the year. Uh, Kirk, you know, we were talking with Robbie Campo over there at Campos Marine in the east, and I got to tell you, boy, the speckled trout fishing is really on fire out there, everywhere from uh, the interior lakes all the way out to the Chandelier Islands. Uh, how's the big trout fishing going over there by you? Have you experienced the same thing this year? You know, normally the leaders in the star tournament uh, early in the year come from your area, the statewide leader. Uh, what's going on as far as speckled trout? The, the, the numbers are good, but uh, the big the big ones haven't really shown up. We haven't seen the real big ones at all. Uh, you know, of course, we always do better with the bigger trout when it gets calm. And we, you know, as everybody knows, we haven't had much calm weather this year. Water's been off. You know, it, it's pretty for the conditions we have. But if we, if, it'll, if we start getting those calm nights, you know, and calm early mornings, I think we'll, we're going to be hitting some of those uh, bigger fish. But, uh, I mean, the, the trout are nice. We're catching a lot of fish up to four and five pounds, but uh, not, not none of the real big ones. Yeah, and that's kind of what is going on on the eastern end of the state, too, and I just think we're missing some uh, year-age classes in there for some reason, uh, just to avoid, because those big seven-pluses uh, are just not as plentiful as they used to be. Well, Kirk, if someone's coming over that way and they just want to go out and catch some of those nice speckled trout, What's been the pattern? Are you fishing deep in the middle of the lake? Are you fishing the jetties, the ship channel? I'm sure the water temperatures have, have been climbing up, and those fish are kind of getting a little deeper now. Yeah, but well, no, the water temperature is in the uh, low 80s. It's been running 84, 82 right in there. Uh, but the fish are all over the lake. Bird, you know, if you want to go and just chase birds, just they're everywhere. Uh, there are a lot of gas top under the birds. Uh, but there's plenty of, you know, I mean, it's just, you, you get a decent day where the wind's not blowing too bad. You can just fish birds all day. Just going all, I mean, and I'm talking from Turner's Bay to the south end of the lake, West Cove, all over. Uh, I mean, they're over the reefs, just about any pattern is what's happening right now. And, and that's typical for this time of year here. And bird trout are not very picky. I mean, if you can get anything in front of them, they're going to bite. Yeah. One, one thing, you know, when, when you, I'm working birds. If I, you know, I'm, I ease up, you know, get upwind of them, you know, and shut down a couple hundred yards out and troll into them. And I'm watching. If I don't see fish actually busting the surface, I'm, I'm not going to stay with them long because it's normally small trout or gaff top. You know, when you got a good school of fish, you're going to see the bigger, you know, the nicer fish busting the top. What is your opinion on gaff tops? Uh, you know, some people say they're as good as freshwater cats. I mean, they're certainly nasty. They slime up your stuff. Uh, they can be a little dangerous to handle personally. But um, do you, have you ever kept them, or do you know anyone that likes to keep them or had customers that want them? I saw some guys one time just filling boxes full of them at one of the rigs over in Lake Bourne, and they were just as happy as if they caught speckled trout. I've never kept one, ever. Uh, I can't get past the slime. Right, so that's going to be all in the ice chest, and I just don't want to clean it again. Once it dries, it's nasty and hard to clean. I'm just, you know, I can't get past the slime. <laughs> well, I guess if there's nothing else, it's better than nothing. Uh, Kirk, what yeah. about white trout? Y'all get a lot of white trout over there? Uh, we do. We haven't seen any yet this year. Uh, but we get a lot of small ones. In the fall, we'll get some that are a little bigger, you know, keeper size 
But uh, this time of year, we haven't seen any at all yet. Kirk, again, for somebody headed out, what is your go-to bait next to live bait this morning? What would be your, your go-to artificial? If I'm going to go uh, for a big trout, I'm going to throw a super spook, probably a bone-colored, or uh, a corky fat boy, preferably pearl chartreuse back. That's the two baits I'm going for the big ones. If I'm just going uh, for numbers, I'm going to put a tie a quarter-ounce jig on, uh, a little John in the uh, watermelon red, or uh, the uh, down south lure. In, in a, they don't make a watermelon red, but I'll use the darker colors with that chartreuse tip on the tail. I got to tell you, I'm with you on that bone color. Whether it's a super spook or a top dog, that has always been my favorite color, the bone. Yes, I uh, like Kirk, that. Kirk, if somebody wants, somebody wants to come down there, go fishing with you and the boys. Tell them how to do it. Okay, well, we have a toll free number. It's eight eight eight. 762-3391, and check out our website, Hackberry Rod and Gun, spell out and, dot com. We got that live uh, camera on the dock that you can see what we, we're bringing in every day. All righty. Thanks again for the report, Kirk. We always appreciate talking to you. Y'all have a great time down there. All right. Well, thank you. We have fun every day, Don. Have a good one. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> All right, there he goes, Captain Kirk Stansel, uh, into where no man uh, goes before sometimes. All right, we come back after this. Daryl Carpenter, Grand Isle, starting to jump around a little bit. Got some activity going on down there, beach restoration project. I don't know if that's hampering the fishing by creating some dirty water. We'll find out about all that stuff from Captain Daryl Carpenter, the owner-operator of RealScreamers.com. Next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, the weather reports have been good for this weekend. The fishing report's even better. Let's find out what's happening down in Grand Isle. Captain Darrell Carpenter, realscreamers.com, keeps us abreast of the situation. Darrell, understand there is a beach restoration project that is going to be funded. I don't know if it started yet. If it hasn't, it's going to start very quickly. Do you anticipate that's going to cause some uh, problem with dirty water obstruction for, for boating while that's going on? Uh, Don, if you're talking about the one for Grand Isle itself, uh, my understanding is that's not going to start until the third quarter. You know, the actual groundbreaking is not going to start until the third quarter of the year, which will be later this year, of course. Um, I think the majority of the work is the majority of the work that's needed is on ground. It's on dry ground on the bank um, with the um, with the um, berm and the levee. So I'm sure there'll be some incidences where it's going to be in the way or, or it's going to muddy up the water in some places. But I think the majority of the work is going to be done ground-based. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be dredges out there and, you know, position themselves off the beach, but it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Uh, well, tell me, what's been going on? Where you been fishing the last few days and what you're catching? Don, we've been staying in the bays. Now, of course, today we've got this north-northeast wind blowing, and it's it's blowing a pretty good clip down here. So, I mean, you got to you almost got to go hide on that beach today. So, uh, there was there's been some beach fishing that was been done the last two or three days for those that went out there. Uh, some boats caught well, some didn't, didn't, which is typical beach. You've got to move around till you find the schools of fish. You got to look for the birds diving for the bait on in the way uh, in the in these swells and so forth. And you got to move around until you find where those fish are on that beach. Um, the beach to the east has been dirty. Everything to the east has been dirty. It's it's remarkable. You know, yesterday I was back in that bay, and I was fishing west of the uh, Barataria Pass, 
and I, I stuck my nose to the east of it. I mean, it was like you drew a line in the water. Once once you got the Bear Terrier Pass and points east, it looked like you were in the Mississippi River. I don't uh, I don't know where it's all coming from. We've been blaming it on that restoration project on Grand Terre. I'll be happy for that to come to a conclusion so we'll know just what we've got going on. But uh, the, the secret to it has been finding clean water. Uh, I've been on some good fish in the bay. You know, just north of Grand Isle, around around the island cuts and around around the canals that come draining out of that marsh. Plenty, plenty of shrimp coming out of that marsh. I've got shrimp running from fish that are hitting the side of the boat. I got birds diving for hours all around me. Uh, same place. In fact, we've we've been in the same area from that picture I showed you last week of, of two fish on one topwater bait. Um, so I haven't had to venture out, but I mean, it's been. It's been one of those things that you can't just sit in one spot typically and, and do it. You've got to start moving around. You've got to uh, you got to keep to stay in that clean water. Sometimes you got to run from it. Sometimes you start off it's clean, it gets dirty, vice versa. And if it does, if it dirties up on you, you got to move and you got to you got to go find some clean somewhere. But we've been doing well. I mean, everything. Our bad days we've been doing about thirty fish. Our good days it's eighty ninety. Good. When you uh, start moving along the beach trying to find those fish. What is your your mo? Do you, do you drop anchor right away? Do you troll motor? Are you throwing plastics? Are you throwing artificial as you move until you find those schools? No, we we do a lot, Don. A lot of it is done visually. Uh, you know, once you get to an area where you think you want to go, we get in a little bit close to the beach as we're motoring, and we start looking for those bait schools. You look for the fish that are actually busting on the schools of mullets and the schools of pogies that are up in the surf zone. And then once you see that, yeah, we drop the trolling motor and start easing in. Now, if we're fishing them under a cork, you can keep moving, but a lot of times it's it's set the trolling motor and, and put, you know, put croakers, or in my case today, I'm, I'm loaded down with finger mullets, you know, put them on the bottom, and that, if you're doing that, you've got to go ahead and go on anchor. But, um, yeah, it, you can do it either way. It's a personal preference. Daryl, there was a time when, this time of year, you'd be out there chasing red snapper. Did you, do you still have your reef permit, and do you do any snapper fishing at all? And what's been a report from the Grand Isle fishermen on snapper? I, I do still have my permits. Um, uh, we're there assigned to a boat. Uh, we are um, we're getting reports of red snapper everywhere. I mean, they're big, you know, uh, which is evidence evident by the fact that Louisiana saw fit to love to limit to three for the state water stuff. Um, yeah, and and you know, Don. Aside from the red snapper, I mean, we we almost call that the stupid fish. But aside from the red snapper, they're, they're so thick and so easy to catch. But what's been doing really well this year, of course, you're seeing that Martha and them are catching that. I mean, the swordfish fishery has turned into one heck of a fishery here in, in Louisiana. Uh, but Mandacovia have showed up thick. And, you know, some days I miss it. A day like today when the wind's blowing 15 <laughs> miles an hour, I don't miss it. But, but let me tell you, it, it is it is one heck of an experience. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing I miss is hooking into something big, it running for the bottom, and you just staring over the side of the boat. you got an idea of what it is, but you don't know until it breaks the top of that water. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, Martha landed one over 200 yesterday or day before. I can't remember. I've been trying to keep up with her. She's been catching some big swordfish. She's She's got their number. Well, Daryl, thanks for the report. Uh, Realscreamers.com. Telephone number, please. 225-937-6288. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Uh, my guys, the libations must have flowed good last night. My guys are just <laughs> showing up. 
There you go. Y'all go get them. All right, and we come back after this. Got more reports. Captain Mike Gallo, Eric Mohabarak, Ryan Lambert, and your text messages, 504-260-1870 to the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 